This group of young players were just marvelous. Uh, I can't say enough about them. We had the toughest schedule in the league. They kept going under Mike Tomlin's direction, and it was great. I would just like to thank President Obama and all the Steeler Nation for supporting us down through the year. And it's really terrific. Mike Tomlin has uh, just done a marvelous job, and thank you very much. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much. That was uh, Wesley Euler, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Uh, getting ready to wrap up here on the edition of the Steel uh, podcast. Uh, some great topics right there. We just uh, hit on, I think, uh, covered all bases right here. And uh, listen, I, I think uh, – Definitely agreeing on a lot of things over here. Uh, definitely love his movies right there. I mean, uh, two out of the three I got right with him, uh, with Waterboy and Any Given Sunday. I think I put Any Given Sunday ahead of the Waterboy, but remember the Titans I only seen one time, and that was a, uh, going on a road trip to see my high school football team and the state playoffs. It was one game to go to the state championship game, which they ended up coming runner up, kind of sell for the city championship, I think, that year. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, other uh, topics right here as we get ready to close out this show right now, Kevin Colbert, uh, the general manager, executive uh, vice president of the Steelers, he joined uh, 937 The Fan, uh, told Andrew Filippone of the Pony and Miller team uh, with further in regards to Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Dwayne Haskins wasn't Dwayne Haskins, but the Washington football team's handling of him called him a good kid. John Clay would even go on and and agree that the Washington football team definitely rushed Dwayne Haskins and started him up soon. There's a lot of validity to that. I got to tell you right now, I mean, uh, Dwayne Haskins' hype, say what you will about his struggles uh, right now as far as, like, being a cleaned-up house quarterback right now. I know a lot of people are going to associate him, like, how he was not uh, behaving or staying under control, especially during a COVID year. But when you really look at this kid right here, I mean, 54 touchdowns, nine interceptions in his college years at Ohio State. Uh, mind you, one of those years was national, uh, a college football championship year, I believe. I mean, this, this guy is a proven winner at the end of the day, no matter what you say about the guy. And uh, I got to believe right now, I mean, Haskins, I mean, listen, he is a guy right now who's been – in a bad situation, I think, with the Washington football team. The Washington football team right now, I mean, Daniel Snyder is really starting to admit right now after having a thorough investigation that there was a lot of stuff that was going on as far as, like, uh, the treatment towards women, the harassment there. But you look at it right there and, like, uh, what's been going on over there. I mean, uh, listen, I mean – it was just a, a windfall of stuff right there, a messy organization right there, and where things were just uh, not being uh, figured out properly. And you saw it right there. And excuse me, not a national championship, sorry, but we won a few bowl games. But still, I don't believe this guy has still got something to prove. I mean, he's just trying to be the better version of himself uh, to get ready, be as best as he can, keep himself cleaned up. I mean, at the end of the day, Dwayne Haskins, I mean, I'm a believer uh, to see what happens. Remember, this is a no-risk uh, 
time right now during the offseason as far as training camp. Be interested to see if he still makes a cut, which I anticipate he will. I'll be flabbergasted if he doesn't make the 53-man roster. I don't believe Joshua Dobbs has got to be the odd man out. Because I, I don't see what's special about him where he's going to be end up utilized. I think, if anything, Joshua Dobbs should have been like a little bit, a lot more used. I think they tried doing this in the end of the season where they had him in some wildcat formations, I want to say. I mean, that year, and that was a game against the Cleveland Browns. I mean, when you looked at it, I mean, in that game against the Browns in Cleveland, the week before they had their playoff uh, matchup, too, I mean, you saw in there, Joshua Dobbs, he had two carries for 20 yards. Anything, I mean, you know what? Can you not keep this guy as a quarterback? You transitioned into a special talent player. I think that's one thing I think you have to look at and dissect a little bit more Farther and see how much more you could stretch out of this guy because Dwayne Haskins, I gotta believe right now, has gotta be the one on the heels of Mason Rudolph, uh, pressed for the job. And I'm glad we're gonna be seeing some preseason coming up this season to see how things uh, shake itself out in that regard. Because I, I gotta tell you, when you have no preseason from a year ago, it makes a huge difference, my friends. And that's where I'm leaving it right there. Uh, once again, you guys can follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Prodigy Richie for the Mass Steel Podcast. On Twitter, it is at Mass Steel CGR at Mass Steel Nation on Instagram. You can definitely check me out a lot more here at Mass Steel CGR. And uh, Fernando, right now, thank you very much uh, for uh, hopping out. It was a great time having you on here. Sorry about the Irish talk. We had to come in there. I just wanted to get a pulse for Pittsburgh sports as a, as a whole. But like I said, I definitely do believe the Pirates organization right there. Uh, is, bottom line is you got to start spending money. You keep going through these uh, minor league prospects you're trying to draft. Uh, keep going up for like late teenagers, young adults. At some point, you if there's a player on the market or someone out there staying out there that could make an immediate impact and uh, give you a taste of winning right now. You have to spend that money. You have to make those moves. You have to make those trades because at some point, you want to make sure you're polishing these up, these guys up. I mean, maximizing that core that you have and making decent enough where they could be like as good leverage where they could be used as good sh- trading pieces. I mean, at some point, when you when you keep banking and like going through this. I really feel like the Pirates, it's like the Philadelphia 76ers in a way. It's just a, a, a worse version of the 76ers and where you keep going through this process and trusting the process. And it almost seems like they're they're trying to tank games to do that. And listen, I think they always try and put some effort on the field, but when you keep losing for such a long time, you got to start wondering when does it end in that regard. Also, let's go ahead and get let's get ready to wrap this up right now and fair or foul right now. Earlier today, uh, Trey Turner, he was on uh, being interviewed on NFL uh, Network this morning. I saw a few minutes of that. Uh, he was uh, talking why he signed a one-year $3 million deal. As far as coming over to the Steelers, he said it's just one of those teams, one of those organizations, they always compete, always in the game and play my style. The Steelers might like to run the – ball but they haven't done it 
very well the past couple of seasons, including ranking dead last in the NFL in 2020 when they averaged 84.4 yards, team's lowest since 1966. And, you, I mean, you look a little bit more about what he was saying about coming over here, signing this. Uh, he also went on to say, too, they have a great quarterback at the head of the center, but they like – but they like to run the ball. That's something I'm excited about. And he also said, too, uh, smash mouth, according to Turner. Also, to get out and pull and get in some space and run a little bit, just have a little bit of fun, man. It's fun when you're throwing the touchdowns, but I think it's fun when you're able to run them, too. And I think that's a huge statement right there. I love that attitude. I know he's new to this team right now. Like I said, I call this core right now, the offensive line, the new kids on the block. Uh, going forward, because it's pretty much brand speaking new right now. Zach Barrett, we got questions on right now how his durability is going to be. Love the guy's attitude, but is, is he going to be a guy that continues to get hurt during his pro career? I mean, first game against the Giants, gone for the season. I don't like to think that about a guy. I mean, he's still got a lot of questions right now, especially with Chooks a core four right now. Uh, moving over to the left side, I mean, going into this season, when you really think about it, because uh, last year on the offensive side of the ball, Chukswoma, a core four, uh, he got beat out by Zach Banner, and he ended up being a backup uh, left tackle to Alejandro Villanueva. He will be slotted into that this year at left, and I think uh, Zach Banner is supposed to be on the right-hand side of that. But, yeah, and then uh, Kendrick Green, too. I think that was another interesting thing, too, that Wes uh, pointed out is how they're hoping that they can have him in there sooner than later. So, fair or foul right now that Trey Turner will have an immediate impact on this offensive line? I'm going to have to say fair for right now because right now with the Steelers and that offensive line, trying to get back to running the ball, uh, the way I see it, the arrow could only go up at this point. I mean, at some point, at some point in time, you have to start changing things. You have to you have to get that nastiness back where you can move guys around. You ain't afraid of running up, up and down someone's grill and uh, just uh, move people around. Because at, at some point, we already know what they are defensively on the side of the football. Offensively right now, you have to reestablish an attitude. And uh, speaking of reestablished, that's going to be a that, that's going to be it for this edition here of the Rod Steel Podcast. I want to say thank you once again to Wesley Euler for tuning in. It was a fun interview right there. Having some great takes, uh, sharing some stuff going into the season. A lot of great topics. We talked Mike Tomlin, uh, some uh, interesting uh, position battles going in here, and uh, who he thought was a favorite. And even some football movies. Had a lot of fun with it. And once again, you guys can check me out on Twitter at Man of Steel CGR primarily for the Man of Steel Podcast where I tweet a lot more. And on Instagram at Mass Steel Nation. As always, leave you. Don't be trolling, be rolling. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. I gone.